All right, hi, welcome back to another episode of Late Night Date Night, the podcast we made up so that at least once a week we force each other to talk to each force each other to talk to each other. I'm gonna force you to talk to me. We force each other to talk to each other. I'm force myself to talk to you. I'm gonna move the mic away from me a little bit. It feels like it's in my space. <laughs> All right, so basically the synopsis, synopsis, the plot, the you know what it is. <laughs> uh, the way the show works is we both have thought of a topic sometimes. Mere minutes before uh, that we yeah. haven't talked about in advance so that the conversation's fresh. Then we just talk about it. And, you know, it keeps us from sitting on the couch and watching TV every day of the week. We're still going to do it when the, the show's over. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And it's not going to be the couch. It's going to be bed because we don't even make it out to the couch anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Elise. I'm co-host for Late Night Date Night. And I'm Jennifer. I'm also co-host for Late Night Date Night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's how the show goes. Plus, we're trying to integrate a new feature where if uh, you're watching the show live at the end of the show, like, so if you're commenting now and we don't comment back, it's because at the end of the show, we're going to bring you into the conversation. Uh, potentially, no one will comment. So that part may never exist. So be ready for <laughs> some dead silence at the end. Just kidding. We'll just end the show. Yeah, yeah. Alright, so I think we should just jump right into yeah, it. Yeah, I think I went first last week, so I think maybe you go first this week? I feel like that's something you would say every week. Probably. Uh, I think you did go first last week, though, because I might, might... Yeah, because last week we talked about the, the bummer. love languages first, okay, yeah, 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 and then yeah, yeah, we talked yeah. about, yeah, the bummer. I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anything that I talk about is the bummer. I, I get it. I see how it is, at least. I was the bummer, like, before that. No, I don't know. <laughs> Alright, so... First, I have I have my topic, but I have a uh, like kind of meta icebreaker question. Fun. Okay. So I was in training all day today, and I kid you not, since I was a child to now, they have those stupid icebreakers at every like your first day of school, uh, first time first time at basketball camp, whatever. Like today, we had it with a bunch of freaking grown adults. We all had to go around the room, you know, generic stuff about our job and stuff. And then, an interesting fact about ourselves. Do you think there's any value to those? I, I don't know. I think what it does is it's not for the people listening, but it's for the person. It forces you to have to create, like, this um, vulnerability. And it challenges you to go, good me, this is important to me. So... Yeah, I think it like helps lift our spirits a little bit because I have to admit, even though it like, lifts your spirits, it gives me genuine anxiety. I spent, I was one of the last people. I think I was the last person to go today. Yeah, and I spent the whole ha- first half hour of this training just crippled with anxiety, just like sick to my stomach, just waiting for your turn, just being like, I have to say something. In fact, I was so anxious. We had to say uh, how long we we worked for the department. Uh, how long we've been in our current assignment, what our, our position is, uh-huh. our name, and then the fun fact, right? That's a lot of talking. Well, the first four should only take five seconds. Yeah. I was so nervous that I went through all of them, and then she goes, so what is your job? And I had forgotten one of the main components because I was so nervous. I was like, I had rehearsed what I was going to say in my head like a hundred times. Yeah. And every time I rehearsed it, I clearly left out my job title. Oh my goodness. So you think there's value. So you don't feel that way. I think the value is probably not necessarily what we think it is. 
I think it's like to to initially get you to go, oh, I'm gonna have to talk during this, and it's like a primer. It's like a primer to to have to force yourself to talk in in an uncomfortable situation, probably about uncomfortable topics. Today, the training wasn't uncomfortable at all. The only time I felt discomfort was when I had to give a freaking fact about myself. Uh, or even say my name. Sometimes when they go around the room and just have you say your name, that part makes me nervous. I go, I'm going to stutter. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say my name wrong, <laughs> and it's going to be stupid. I, I have a hard time with that, too. I have a hard time saying my own name because I don't know why. But You I, just instantly forget. Well, because you know how like, people, when, when they meet me, they're always like, oh, it's Elise. Do you say Elise or Elise? And then, like a lot of times when I introduce myself, I say Elise, but it's spelled Elise, so technically it should be Elise. I don't know but if I've ever even called name. you Elise. Just Lise. Lease. Lease, but I spell it the same way you would, like, lease a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's not at all how her name is spelled. Lease. I'm going to start doing that now just to, well, I don't know. Yeah. I've always wanted to kind of change my name just for the fun of it. Like, when I was a kid, my grandpa used to call me Lisa, which is not my name. It's not even remotely close <laughs> to my name. It's not a nickname for Elise. I'm glad it's not, though. Yeah. Yeah. Lisa's I've done. I it's know too so many Lisa's. It's easier to say, though. Not that my name's difficult to say. It's definitely not. It's just when you get nervous and your tongue gets kind of numb, like Elise switching from... Anyway, it's not important, but Lisa's way easier. If we could all say Shirley's Theron, uh, we could say Elise. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, yeah, so that's really my icebreaker topic. Uh, I just kind of wanted to talk about how... Oh, oh, and I now have a life hack for both of us. If you ever get told, because to, it's hard to think of the fun fact, right? Right. You're like, what do I want these people to know about me? Well, and then I was always I'm hard on myself for not having, like, hobbies, you know? Okay, here's the thing. I have a penultimate uh, icebreaker fun fact about yourself do that tell. we could both use. Share it. My fun fact today was, I have a moderately famous cat. Oh, we do. And I tell you what, it's the truth. And I like that it's moderately famous. And it's also kind of a trick because then everybody goes, oh, I want to see this semi-famous cat. And then you get views. Well, no, no, no. It's not about that because <laughs> I didn't show anyone my cat. Oh. Uh, but it's, you don't have to, that's not revealing anything about yourself. Mm-hmm. And people genuinely seem pleased about this fact. They're <laughs> yes, like, cat yes, lady. cat, famous. <laughs> I love that for you. Good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, There wasn't many follow-up questions. I mean, there was. At one point, she goes, I heard, what's your last name? Which I was like, that's weird. I already said my last name. But she was taking notes, so I thought she, like, had forgot to write write it down because my fact was so interesting. (laughs) So So you said Jennifer? No, I go, no, your last name. Oh, last name. So I go, Tomlin. And she goes, Tomlin? Hmm." And then one of my coworkers, and she goes, she asked what your cat's name is. (laughs) And I go, oh, no, no, no. Yoda. Yoda. And, and everyone started going, yeah, Yoda Tomlin. <laughs> so yeah, it was fun. That is uh, fun. But now I you have a life hack. Yes. Because it's true for both of us. We both own a moderately famous cat. It's true. So uh, if any of you, I don't know, I suppose were to the, if you have an animal that you want to make moderately famous, you could also use that fun fact for yourself. Well, okay, first you got to actually have a moderately famous animal. You can't just... Sorry, I was trying to read the comment because it's an interesting question. We're waiting till the end for for questions, though. Yes, <laughs> it's a good question, though. I'm looking forward to answering that. If you sit tight and hang out, yes, we we will answer that. We will answer the question at the end of the show. Uh, I have an answer for that already. 
that's super weird that you already have a, an answer. All right. So that was the, the icebreaker. And right. if you have any, uh, like, ideas or your thoughts on the icebreaker, which is, uh, <laughs> well, now we have to answer it. What is your favorite candle scent? Because people are already... The, you know the one that we have out in our living room table right now? Okay, you can't just say our living room... Ca- it, no, it smells like wood. It's like actually... Im, 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 uh, so cedar. Cedar, yeah. <laughs> you're like... My, you're, it smells like, like a forest. What's your favorite candle scent? You're like, my one in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's my, my favorite. So I guess wood. Wood cedar. Wood cedar. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and mine is um, new car. Is that the real candle scent? You like the... The milk I like alone I, ones. Yeah, I like things that smell like boys. Which is odd. Actually, no, that works for my favorite because I only wear cologne. Oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> Alright, so we have to get... Oh, and, and for people uh, watching, uh, the first topic, we're, we're looking for feedback about what we're talking about so we could like integrate you into the conversation. <laughs> so stay on topic. <laughs> so we stay on topic. Uh, the first icebreaker question was, uh, do you think icebreakers in the beginning of like trainings or school or whatever it is, like give a fun fact about yourself... Do you think they're useful? Because I'm, I'm, I'm going on record here. They're garbage. In my input is it depends on if you have crippling social anxiety or if you want people to be like, yay, yeah, <laughs> you like if, to paint on the weekends. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of indifferent about it. I kind of take the opportunity to go, okay, yeah, let's get comfortable talking to people. Like, boom, here I am. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. All right. Now for my prepared topic. Go. Do you know what OnlyFans is? OnlyFans. OnlyFans. No. Okay, so OnlyFans is this new social media app that's made for essentially uh, posting nudes. Wow. Yeah, and uh, it, it was big in the news this week because, uh, damn, I already can't remember her name, but she used to be a Disney star. She's uh, Bella Thorne. Okay. She, she just opened her OnlyFans account. First off, she hasn't posted a single nude yet. It's just like kind of revealing photos. She's just trying to edge people. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> But she she created the account, mm-hmm. and within one day, it was either one day or one week, she made $2 million. Without even showing a nude? Yes, without showing nudes. Wow. Because uh, it's a subscription-based model, so you create your account, and then people can subscribe to you mm-hmm. because of what they want to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what they think they want to see. Well, no, they know what they want to see. Oh, Okay. <laughs> And it's really big right now. Uh, Cardi B has one. Like people, it's big now. Uh-huh. Like it used to, it was kind of niche at first, but now everyone and their mom has one. And some people don't even use it for, to post nudes. It's mostly just to, to post photos that they wouldn't normally post other places. Uh-huh. So uh, the question is, what do we think of OnlyFans as a, as a social media platform? And do you think it is like furthering, um, you know, society's view of like sexualizing people like because i'm gonna give you my opinion first because i I think it's a a great idea i think it's a safe like think about how much safer it is than say going into to porn or Uh, maybe working in a strip club being around like drugs in in similar lines of work it's so much safer because they have all of they're creating their own content right uh, I think it's awesome. Yeah, you know, I, I was actually kind of leaning towards that myself, too, because f- my first thought was it feels like the first step towards legalizing um, sex work, mm-hmm. um, where, it, I mean, this is highly regulated, and the the creators have ultimate control over their own situations. It's I, I think it would be very empowering. It's very s- safe. I mean, you still have to deal with people who, what was it called? A doxing? 
when people dox yeah. people, you still have to worry about like your safety. You have to yeah. protect yourself. But that's the same thing as putting content online in general. I mean, yeah. I mean, us right now, we're not nude, but <laughs> <laughs> yet. Yeah. Stay tuned. Just kidding. No, just kidding. Uh, so no, I I like I like the idea as long as I mean, and it, it goes back to doing what you enjoy. Only do it if you feel empowered by it. If it makes you feel good about yourself, and you're you're getting feedback that you are okay with. Um, if it gets to the point where it's detrimental to your own mental health mm-hmm. and self image, cut it out. Not worth your time, and you couldn't pay me enough to be publicly abused by people you know what i mean yeah. so as long as it didn't go dark or, yeah. or south or that's scary, gonna happen regardless though again anytime you post anything online it's gonna get dark people 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 not nice yeah you're right especially behind the safety of their their computers but i mean i guess if you can also filter through those things if you like i, I was listening to a podcast this morning where comedians were talking about um reading like when they google themselves and they read like public feedback and stuff like mm-hmm. that and one comedian was like nope don't look at it never will not interested yeah. it's not good for me but the other one was like no i do because that's my paycheck like i yeah. want to hear the feedback from my fans so that i know how to cater to them because i'm working for them i'm not working for the other comedians i don't care about the, yeah. the approval of my other co-workers it's it's for these guys yeah so I thought it's kind of like the same thing it's uh, I mean, if you want to continue to cater to make that money, do what you got to do, but mm-hmm. also like protect yourself, take care of yourself. So we agree it good. It good. It All good. right. Until I see something otherwise, if I go, oh, I was wrong, then I might change my opinion. But... Okay. Now for the follow-up question. Okay. So we live in a society, this is an imaginary world, where you have a pretty big following online, okay? <laughs> okay. Say... A million people follow you on, like, Instagram, right? Right. Would you make an OnlyFans? <laughs> if that's what the people wanted to see. Um, am I in a, in a relationship? Am I, yeah. if, like, the same kind of... Everything else is Everything real. else is the same. I would definitely want to talk to you about it, get your approval and okay, your support. Okay, well, first, let's say that. Would Would you be okay if I had an OnlyFans and vice versa? And I had a feeling this is exactly where this was going. <laughs> I'm starting an Only. No, I'm just kidding. This is her asking my permission. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I have no plans on that. I work I work in the, the, the for yeah, the you, government. Yeah, I can't, can't. I can't have OnlyFans. Um, yeah, I... Whew, that would be tough for me because we already know that I already have, like, some hangouts. Yeah, but again, there's nothing... Like, I, do people get too, con- like, is, is there, like, a... I don't know. I haven't used the interface. Oh, okay. I've never been on OnlyFans. I think I would be open to it, like, for, like, a trial run. We'll check it okay. out. You know what I mean? Like. Okay, so I'm fine with you doing it. Just straight out? Like, yeah. No issues? No. No? What if people could, like, actively, like, comment and talk to me? Fine. It's, you're just posting photos. Okay. So... Nudes. So, you know, so when I was in college... <laughs> they're not online so you'll never find them but I did have an experience where um, a friend of mine was uh, taking photography classes okay and you proposed nude and I did I posed nude it was me and a guy we were posing nude both separately and together mm-hmm. but it was artfully done like we yeah. were, we were well, you could do you could post tasteful nudes as well yeah yeah I'm in support of tasteful nudes okay <laughs> so okay but it, and now like I said so now going back to the scenario now that you know I'm completely fine with it I would support tasteful you tasteful or not tasteful they could be the worst nudes <laughs> I've ever seen they could be like five pixels I, I don't I wouldn't support raunchy but I would support tasteful and artistic no I'm saying would you do it oh for me yeah yeah I would do I would do art nudes oh my gosh the most pretentious <laughs> woman online 
<laughs> I would do art nudes. I don't think I would do raunchy nudes. Okay. I, look, I'm just thinking that paycheck, right? If I have a million <laughs> people following me online, if only... Because I think people are like charge like 20 bucks a month for wow. their OnlyFans account. And I think it, you could choose. So even if like... Think about this. Say, say 10% of my million followers uh-huh. subscribe to my OnlyFans. Multimillionaire? Well, no, no, no. But you would... Because what? 100,000 times 20? Neither of us do math. Don't, <laughs> don't do math. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. You wouldn't have to have traditional work. I don't. I wish I could do math. Okay, but it's a lot of money. You know, that's only ten percent of your following. If you're watching and you can do math, tell us the numbers so <laughs> we, can, we can take this serious. <laughs> but you gotta, you gotta think like, what? So now a couple nudes are online, and now I have many dollars. Well, and there's so many other countries where nudity isn't as as taboo is. The U.S. It's the U.S., yeah. So then I, I feel like uh, you know, maybe I need to break down some of my bias against what posting nude online might mean. I mean, in other countries, it's like not seen as this. But then again, too, people probably wouldn't pay for the subscription to see people nude because they'd be like, whatever, they're nude on TV all the time. It's not a big yeah. deal. So the, are we capitalizing on the taboo of nudity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would... It would, it would... We're we're living in the United States, so like it has to have its own commentary with it. We are capitalists. It's in our nature. Oh my god! <laughs> Someone help me! <laughs> it's so funny because we don't pre-plan our topics. There's like- no way because when I thought of this topic today, I go, "There's no way." Because sometimes our, our topics end up being very similar, and I don't know how it happens. But there, I was when I thought of this topic, I go, "There's no way in hell, Elise is gonna have a." a Topic that's gonna be remotely close to mine. I think maybe I'm just good at like. You didn't even know OnlyFans fans was before this conversation. No, and I literally chose my topic like ten minutes ago. So there's I no think way. you made it up. You're you came up with another topic since we've been sitting here. I'm have I'm I have I touched my phone since we started? This no, you're gonna. I don't need to see that your notes. I believe you. Because <laughs> uh, you know I have notes. Um, but it is it is. I'm gonna try and weave it together because mine are we are can we move on to mine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel like we've covered OnlyFans plenty. Okay. <laughs> um, and they don't cover anything on OnlyFans. That I'm saying, kill me. Um. So I wanted to talk about uh the relationship between the amount of hours we work a week and how it reflects on happiness. What does this have to do at all with OnlyFans? <laughs> now I'm so, confused. No, it does. It does uh, relate because I, in the I read a couple different articles very quickly in ten minutes. Uh-huh. So it was more of like glanced <laughs> over. Um, but America, uh, the averages of hours worked are between like forty to fifty hours a week, mm-hmm. and um, that actually seemed pretty consistent in like a lot of. Um, um, Countries? Countries that are similar to us as far as, like, the economy and, yeah, and industrial. Yeah, um, Except it was about 10 hours short, so they average between 30 to 40, where we average a little bit higher. Um, um, 10 hours is a lot. That's a full day. Yeah, you're right. Full you're, work day, I mean. It's a full work day, yeah. yeah. Um, 30 to 40? Where, where are they living? I'm moving. Everywhere else. Go anywhere. Really? Yeah, basically. That's really um, interesting. There are some countries, though, that work way more than us, but there was a significant decrease in their socioeconomic status. So we're talking about, like, the Middle East. They work significantly more than we do, but then there's a little bit of uh, turmoil in the Middle East. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, 
I, I think when I looked into it, I wanted to try and draw a correlation between does how much I work affect my happiness? Mm-hmm. And I was expecting to find, yeah, yes, as an answer. But I found another article that said that the studies show really an insignificant relationship between the two because it's not about how many hours you work, but if you're enjoying what you're doing. Yes. And, and the type of work you're doing and the people you work with and the people mm-hmm. you work for. So there's oh, a lot yeah. of other factors that go into it. And, um, so I, I thought this related because if you're enjoying, you know, the work you're doing with OnlyFans. Okay. Well, see, yeah, it's very, it's, it's so vague. Now I'm, I'm glad this is your topic because it's very vaguely related it's vaguely to OnlyFans. Related. I know, but in the back of my head, I'm like, I can make this work. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad though it wasn't. <laughs> oh yeah. Also about like nudity. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm just still trying to find... Uh, value or trying to justify unhappiness. I'm trying to blame my job for it, but uh, no, no. I mean, you could. I mean, there's people who well, but run businesses. it is partially because of your job. Mm-hmm. So, let's take in the, some of the factors you named. You you like some of the people you work with, mm-hmm. but some of the people make you miserable. Yes, including your supervisor, which I think is extra miserable because that's something you have to deal with. Yes. You know, if you have a bad coworker, you don't necessarily have to deal with them. Right. So I think that contributes. You like the work you do. Yeah. But that's a small part of your your job. Mm-hmm. Like the weeks where I'm like getting along with my friends at work, like those weeks go by a lot easier than the weeks where I, you know, you know, people are feeling a certain way or whatever. Right. Uh, so I I think that's. That's a big part of it. I think the people. I think the, the people at your work are as big a part as the job itself. Yes, I agree. The people that you're around make a huge impact on wanting to go to work. You know the. Yeah, I I was just gonna say on the days that I know that my my buddies aren't gonna be at work, I'm always like, well, I should call in sick. <laughs> I know that feel. Yeah, but um. I don't know. I, there, there, I mean, there are studies that show, though, that in the countries where they do work significantly more hours, there seems to be more, like, um, societal issues. Well, and that's because they have left less time with the things that they care about. Their families, mm-hmm. their friends, you know, their hobbies. Yeah, that's true, too, because I think it's important to put significance on those other things. Like, we shouldn't work to live. Yeah. No, wait. We shouldn't live to work. <laughs> we shouldn't work to live. We shouldn't work to live. Um, you know, family is a huge contributor to happiness. Yeah. And uh, re- friend relationships are a huge contributor to happiness. So I guess it kind of goes back to the whole balance thing. Yeah. Moderation is key for I also everything. think, though, that the traditional, like, 40-hour work week, I think, is antiquated, though. I think that... Uh, and they and studies have shown when you don't require your staff to be at a certain place for a certain amount of time, they actually end up working way more. Yeah. Which I think is super interesting. I I, I think it would be great if they give you the op- like as long as your output is equal to what you were doing in your forty hours. Why would you need to be at a certain place for forty hours? It reminds me of school. Like when you had to go to school, you had to be in class for a certain amount of time. Is like, all right, I'll waste time because I can get my work done. Yeah, quickly. like, I, I tell you what, I, I could have gotten the same amount of learning in on the day, you know, the week where your teacher is out because they're sick and you have six 
different substitutes. And there's only freaking five days in the school week. It's true. Yeah. You watch the the whole of Titanic, <laughs> but you watch the I, same parts over and over again. Even the teachers want to waste time because they're also like, this is yeah. lame. Um, yeah. I think it would be interesting to see it working somewhere where, you know, you have a project um, you take whatever time you find necessary to get the project done at whatever time of the day you're more, most productive. You yeah. know, some people are morning people, some people are afternoon people. And if you want to come in late and work late, because that's when you can get the most work done, I think it'd be great. Yeah. And, and, I, and I know certain, certain jobs that I would just, never work. Like, yeah. you know, anything that's retail based or emergency services. Yeah. You've got but to just be present at the same time. Like, uh, I have, I have a coworker mm-hmm. who she just needs to get her work done and it just need it, no matter like as long as it gets done and is out by the day, and she says she's happiest when she works like night shift. Like she likes working like from like midnight till you know the mid morning. Right. And and as long as she has the same output, she should be allowed to work those hours. Yeah, yeah. If you're not working with the public, you know, if it's not absolutely necessary that you're there between A and B times, then it would be interesting in in the public. Because I know this is actually pretty common in a lot of private sector industries, Mm -hmm. but it'd be interesting to see if that is doable in public sector. Like, it'd be interesting, you know, if at a city hall... I mean, city hall needs to be open between, you know, A and B. But, like, the people who... um... Like, our IT guys, they don't deal with the public. Do they necessarily need to be in the office at the same time I'm in the office? They do, because they're... What if they're reachable... You know. Yeah, but then they're on call all the time. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Yeah, it hard. Yeah. Okay. What about uh, payroll ladies? Do they have to be there at the same time I'm there? No, no. Those people could definitely work whenever. Yeah. As long as they get the same output. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess type of work. Yeah. It it really as long as you're not dealing with the public or people, or or your support for people who deal with the public. Yeah. So IT is a bad example because their support, support for, for people, people dealing with the public. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I was wrapping around with in the last ten minutes. <laughs> well, no, I, I think it's a good, good conversation. I, I think it's super interesting that we work more than most places. Well, I'm not surprised. I know that your one of your goals in the future is to, to be, not work my job. Well, to be your own boss. Yes, and, and to have your own industry. Do you think, as a boss and a leader of your team, you might implement uh, practice like that? Oh, I like said that? this. Yeah. I said, it, so I either want to be, like, an independent individual, like, with my own thing going on. Uh, we don't need to get into specifics. Mm-hmm. Or I want to start a, my own business uh, where I could have a t- team and we could be working on a... I, I just don't want to give any details because I don't want any of my, my business ideas out there. But basically, yeah. Yeah, I would have a team. And I've always said that if I had this this kind of uh, uh, let's talk about the office one. If I had this office, the only person who would be required to work a, a set amount of hours mm-hmm. would be whoever who are the one person dealing with the public. Okay. Yeah. Everyone else, I think, as long as they have output, yeah, they could come in whenever they want. Like if you want to uh, come in and and get your your job done between five o'clock and nine o'clock at night and that's how long it takes you to get your work done who am i to say no yeah yeah because when you're at work that's the ultimate goal is whatever the mission is of that company i mean you you would hope that safety wouldn't be an issue because like at a certain point like if you're coming in and out of work and you're the only person working at like yeah. nine o'clock at night that's yeah. dangerous but as long as it's not interfering with safety oh you gotta not move on that couch during the podcast sorry <laughs> 
yeah, as long as you're not. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Catch again. Yeah. We, we need new as furniture. long as you're getting your work done and you have good output, I think that's all that matters. Agreed. And the happier and, and, and that makes people happier. And the happier you are, the harder you work. When I'm when I'm really in, in, engrossed in a project uh-huh. at work, time goes by quicker. I end up putting in more hours than I normally would. Like I it's better. And probably better effort too. Better oh, yeah, quality. 100%. Well, if yeah. it's something anything that if you're invested in it emotionally mm-hmm. or yeah. mentally, you're gonna put more work. Well, yeah. Yep. Yeah. In my golden hour, whatever time I find I'm most productive too. It really is a small window. Is it the mid afternoon? No, it's like because I I think it's like between like nine and twelve. Like that's okay. That's pretty afternoon. That's well for you. You wake up at four thirty. So yeah. (laughs) Cause I have a theory. There's there's morning people and there's night people. I'm neither. You're neither. I'm neither. When I'm tired. So I I was convinced when you go my golden hour. I go oh noon (laughs) o'clock. I get really hungry and kind of tired after I eat lunch, though, so it's got to be before lunch. Before noon. So, yeah. after, after your brekkie, before <laughs> lunchy. Before lunchy. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, I think I, I think I, I used to think I was a night person because I would, like, keep myself awake for hours at a time. Uh-huh. Turns out I'm a morning person. I, I really am the most productive in the morning. You are. In- Actually, I'm pretty... I don't like sleeping. I was going to say, you're productive basically all day. I, I I think the only reason I'm productive at night nowadays is because I work out and then I have that second wind. That second wind, yeah. 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 Interesting. Well, I think I think our topics weren't related at all. I don't know why you were trying to make them seem that way. Uh, but no. I appreciate the attempt. <laughs> I just think if you love what you do, you're going to want to put more time into it and uh, make money. And I think... If you want Agreed. to post nudes, that might be a, that might be a... Okay, stop trying to connect it. <laughs> I'm trying. Okay. All right, I think that ends our topic, so let's look at the comments, see if there's anything that's actually related to what we've talked about, because if it is, we'll try to integrate it to the conversation. We're going to talk to all of you about all of it. All right, so we already answered this one, but uh, the real Mandler, 69, said, what's your favorite candle scent? We already answered this question. My, uh, my answer is boys. <laughs> and mine was trees. Boys and trees. All right, uh, the real Jack Black said we need answers. We gave the answers. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I'm so confused by by some of these these comments. All right, then we have only when they are relevant to the purpose of the meeting. Oh. Damn! I wish I was paying attention to when that rolled in because when when did that roll in? Only when they are relevant. What was the statement for? I'm, I'm assuming that that has to do with uh, work. So bringing staff that are relevant to the meeting. Oh. Oh, I, I'm so happy oh, you're still Oh, perfect. Here. Okay. Icebreakers. Oh, okay. I love it. Perfect. Never, okay, so uh, I, I'm trying to read the screen name here. The blue is hard to read. Oh. It's your mom. Oh, hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. love you. But your mom <laughs> is saying that... Uh, <laughs> sorry, that gets you super, super good. Uh, she's saying that icebreakers are good if they're relevant to the meeting. But I've never been to... I tell you what. Fun fact about yourself is not relevant to the meeting. I Well, again, I think... Because icebreakers are meant to be short, quick, 
you know, it's Wait, like a shock can, to the system. I, I would like an example of that because I've never had an icebreaker be relevant to the meeting. I think it's meeting. because people aren't doing them right. And well, I think that would be great if they go, hey, say your name, your job position, and uh, what you think would further your your goals in this department. That would be great. Then you get people giving ideas. No one would have no, anything. No, I think it's too open-ended because the, the group is going to be a, a mix of people who, A, love to hear themselves talk and people who don't want to talk at all. Wow, you have very specific... <laughs> well, because it's like I've been in a lot of these, these settings where it's like you don't want to leave it too open-ended because the people who want to talk and want to be heard and want to hear themselves talk, they're going to overshadow everybody. So it's got to be brief to the point, quick, just enough so that everybody has like an equal opportunity to like just talk because a it limits the people who want to hear themselves talk so it's teaching them self-discipline like reel it in you're not the fucking star of the show like chill out but it's also forcing people who don't want to talk it's like no you're gonna have to participate this is a team experience but it's got to be done right it's got to be facilitated by the correct people and it's got to be like specific questions for a specific purpose yeah i just wish someone would do that because until then i'm gonna think they're nonsense well i think it's i don't know like uh, I agree. We need better meeting facilitators. Okay. How about what do you need from this meeting today? That's a good one. That is good. Do you feel like that might also be a little open-ended too though? Cause I feel like, again, it might give people too much freedom to go. Well, into detail. it depends on the people who are, I, and, and I think it could be good from the people who don't normally talk. Yeah, it's going to force them to really kind of yeah. go, well, I guess I hadn't really thought about that, you know. Let's let's try to, I'll tell you exactly what my, my training was today. And then let's try to think of what it could have been a good icebreaker instead. So I'm being trained in the Ohio Risk Assessment System, which is a way to, uh, uh, for psychologists and uh, social workers to essentially take in a new client and see where on this scale... They would fall into um, when it comes to like low risk, which is means they're not likely to uh, self harm. I don't want to say exactly what it is, but essentially low risk to do bad things. Okay. Uh, or uh, high risk. The higher they score, high risk, which means like they're very likely to redo the things that got them into this meeting. Right. Oh, got it. Okay. Uh, and so I can't imagine what she could have said that would have been a good way because we we all everyone going into the meeting er, meeting uh the training didn't necessarily know anything about the the uh, risk assessment system okay until the you know training? the training yeah so i don't know what we could have hoped to get out of it like yeah because so if, you, if she goes knowing. say what your name title and what you hope to get out of this today i would be like well, I just would like to know why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> but that's actually a good response because the facilitator may go, awesome. Why are you here? You're going to learn a lot. No, I'm going to probably surprise you and you're going to... Because at the end of... When they ask questions like that in the beginning, typically at the end of those trainings, they're going to ask you, so what did you get from these meetings? And you're like the target audience because you're like, I didn't expect anything. I didn't know what I was even here for. Okay, but as much as I learned a lot today, did I really get anything out of it because i promise you i will never be assessing anyone this is not my job it's interesting though right it's definitely interesting but did i get anything out of it yeah i don't know the answer is no i didn't get anything out of it because i'm (laughs) never going to be assessing anyone it would be wildly irresponsible to let me assess someone i have a film degree (laughs) (laughs) they go they go yeah we're gonna have uh we're gonna have these trained uh counselors 
these trained so trained social workers and Jennifer Tomlin assessing these people. <laughs> and they go, I the the person who's getting assigned to whoever is being like, please, not the, the girl who has no idea what she's doing, other than how to do the risk assessment. What if you I don't know, yeah. I get it. For me, like, so my degree's in psychology. So, yeah, well, yeah, this would be great for you. But I'm never going to counsel people. But I like understanding how the mind works and how people think and maybe some of, like, decision-making <laughs> reasons, you know. So it's like I'm never going to practice because that would also be a liability. I might actually harm people. Yeah. But in the back of my head, I feel like I've got some some knowledge that it's just kind of fun to, like, have in my toolbox. See, I like the, the way you set it up because that just makes you think... I'm, like, going to finish the training tomorrow. I'm going to come home with, like, <laughs> spectacles and I'm going to assess you. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't wait. I'm doing that tomorrow. I want to We have a date night plan. <laughs> All right. We've got another comment. What does that say? All right. Uh, how about something like, tell us about your experience with this subject matter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because then we can rank. With, with, with this example, a lot of people are going to go, Nothing. <laughs> Nothing except for my boss told me I had to be here. Which is great because A, they spoke publicly, and B, it was a short, sweet, to the point. Yeah. And move on. See, I, I can like be that. down with this. I like that. Or why are you, why here? you here? I love that. Yeah, why are you Why are you what here? What did you do? <laughs> I, I, I would love that question too because I'm. I, I have a reputation for being a little outspoken, uh, maybe too outspoken at work. Uh, <laughs> it's gotten me in trouble a couple of times. <laughs> and I would love for that question to be given to me and me going like, because my boss told me to and I don't even freaking know. <laughs> and she's like, we're going to need to leave. You seem like you're going to disrupt everyone else here. Yeah. Yeah. I have to go to a lot of report uh, writing classes. Uh-huh. Um I go because it keeps my skills sharp, but yeah. most of the people who end up having to go is because they got in trouble yeah. because they wrote a bad report and it got them the in trouble and now they have to like, it's like remediation. Um, but yeah, that's pretty typical because a lot of times the instructor right out of the gate will be like, I bet a lot of you are here because somewhere down the line you made a mistake and you got in trouble and your boss sent you here as punishment. And I'm always the nerd in the back is like, no, nope, well, actually, me. I just like good for report writing skills. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I I have nothing else. This is this has been fun. Yeah, this is a good. This is a fun episode. Thank you for the participation. Yeah, I really I, I love it. I love it so much. Ten out of ten. Big fan. I think this has been a lot of fun. All right, I just gotta wrap it up real quick. Um, again, we're we're live every Wednesday at eight here right here on Twitch. So if you want to join the conversation, jump right in. Don't ask us about candles. I mean, you can, but. I liked the candle question. Yeah, but I, if I, there was a lot of pressure to, to talk about the the candles mid topic, uh, <laughs> so if you're gonna ask about candles, wait till the end. My gosh. And then we'll talk candles all day. Uh, other than that, I am on on Twitch uh, Mondays, Fridays, and Sundays, mm-hmm. not doing the podcast, uh, either playing video games or. Hanging out with Lise. Um, eventually we're going to figure out how to watch movies. And, and do a live like a show reaction. for them. Yeah. Um, uh, new videos every Wednesday on YouTube. Uh, follow my cat on TikTok. He's more famous than I'll ever He's be. He's moderately famous. He's moderately famous. And that's a fun fact. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right. See you guys next week. Uh, bye.